take a moment and breathe, beautiful beloved. A deep breath in slowly and a deep breath out. Today we are going to take a pause and explore what it means to rise up in peace. Peace can be elusive, especially with the stressors we are facing with COVID-19 and a world in chaos. But I want to reassure you that in Jesus, we can find perfect peace. Here at Get Lifespiration, our mission is to inspire, encourage, and motivate you to rise up and choose to live your God-given purpose daily, just like the Proverbs 31 woman of valor. Be strong and of good courage. The Lord your God is with you. Deep breaths. Deep breaths, Michelle. You'll be okay. I was walking into my new place of work on the first day. Work I did not want to be going to. Work that I had to go to because I had been transferred from the school I was teaching at to this one against my will. I couldn't quit. I had bills to pay. My mind told me to try my best and to approach the new staff and situation with a positive attitude. I plastered on a fake smile and started breathing, focusing on saying hello and sitting down for a staff meeting in a room full of 80 new-to-me teachers. Some people say it's mind over matter, and I stubbornly believed I could tell myself to be calm and carry on just as Churchill and the British have popularized since World War II. Unfortunately, 10 minutes into the meeting, I found myself overwhelmed. It was hard to breathe and I mumbled something about needing to go to the bathroom when I made my quick exit. Upon entering the sanctuary of that grimy girl's restroom, I melted into a puddle of tears which could not be stemmed. I was experiencing one of my first and most overwhelming panic attacks of my life, which ended up lasting four hours and resulted in my leaving work that day after only making it through 10 minutes of a staff meeting. Sometimes life throws us curveballs that we find challenging. We face unwanted situations where control is completely gone. I felt this so strongly when I faced a sudden job change. My girlfriend's life was turned upside down for the second time when she is diagnosed with breast cancer that had returned on force. Others may laugh at my simple situation as paltry as they experience the complete failure of a business they've spent years growing only to be wiped out by lockdown restrictions due to COVID. Everybody has their own challenge to face, a disruption to personal peace, a time where despite best efforts, Peace is hard to find, and our personal response is out of control. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 13 to 17, Paul emphasizes how we can rise up in peace. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. 
And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off and to those who were near. In the span of these five short verses, Paul mentions the word peace or erene three times. What is this amazing peace that he talks about? And how can we as believers access Irene in the midst of chaos and crisis and hold fast to God's truth? According to the direct Hebrew translation of peace, Irene can mean, one, a state of national tranquility, such as being exempted from war as a country. Two, having peace and harmony between individuals. Three, having personal security, safety, and prosperity. Four, having the Messiah's peace, which leads to salvation. Five, enjoying the peace of Christianity and being assured of salvation. And six, having blessed peace after death due to living an upright and devout life. Paul tells us in verse 14 that Christ is our peace. Our peace goes beyond physical situations and rests in the very nature of Jesus. No one and nothing is peace except Jesus. Having Jesus is our peace. So if you're thinking peace can be found anywhere else, rest assured you will fail. Breathing techniques and positive thinking are good, but they are a poor replacement for finding true peace in Jesus. Next, Paul tells us that Jesus made peace by reconciling the law and the flesh so that we might be brought near to God through his blood. We as sinners no longer need to be far from God. This addresses our eternal peace, which is our assurance of salvation and eternal well-being. I suppose when we look at the state the world is in today, I know I anticipate the return of Jesus to take us back up to heaven like he promised. I know there has been a stirring in the hearts of many believers and a hope that Jesus is coming soon. Lastly, we learn that Jesus preached peace to us both near and far. The peace of Jesus is for all people. It is for the Jews and the Gentiles. It is for the people of every tribe, nation, and tongue. No one is excluded from this invitation to peace and reconciliation with Jesus. Jesus promises us exclusive, unlimited access to God the Father through the Holy Spirit. We have a direct line to God in His throne room. We can speak openly to Him. We have His ear and He hears us when we pray. Remember in Ephesians 1.13, the Holy Spirit is the peace that dwells within us. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit as a seal and a promise of our salvation. Let's refocus, shall we? Since Jesus is peace, how can we approach challenging times of chaos and crisis? I remember in my early 20s losing a dear friend to a car accident. We were working at a summer camp and I sat down with my friend Carrie in the middle of a busy day to catch up with her for a moment. I asked her how she was and what she was hoping for. She smiled and told me she was so happy. She had met the love of her life, but also she just wanted to know Jesus more. She wanted to grow close to God and deepen her relationship with Him. That weekend when she was driving home with her boyfriend, mother, and sister, their car drifted into the oncoming traffic and a large semi-truck. In a moment... 
four lives were gone. To this day, I still ask why. Why her? Why the others? Just as we don't know the day or the hour Christ will return, we also don't know the minutes and hours of our lives. I remember after hearing the news of Carrie's death, I prayed and I asked God for peace. I certainly wasn't feeling it at the time, but suddenly I felt the presence and peace of God wash over me. I wasn't any less sad, but in my spirit, I knew Carrie and the others were with God that she was okay. She was in heaven, closer to God. From that moment on, I realized what a gift life is. Each and every day is a gift from God. Our moments are not to be taken for granted. It could be COVID, career change, cancer, a car crash, who knows what curveball life will bring. But as long as we have Christ, our peace to hold onto, giving up that false sense of control is a little bit easier. Now when you breathe, think of letting go and letting God. Letting go and letting God. I often pray, God, I don't see why this is happening. I don't always understand your ways, but help me to trust in you. Help give me your perfect peace. May you be blessed, beloved, to rise up in Christ's perfect peace today, regardless of the circumstances. You have Christ, the very essence of peace. You have been brought close through the sacrifice of his life and his love for you. You have access to the creator of this world through the Holy Spirit. You are sealed, you are saved, you are promised perfect peace. God bless you and we'll see you soon.